This here is Ferg from the Atari 2600 Game by Game podcast. And when I'm not playing my banjo in space, I like to listen to the SNES podcast with your hosts, Greg and George. You sure do have a pretty mouth. Welcome to the Super NES Podcast, episode number 100, part two. Yes, part two! Part two. All right. We had so much fun the first time around. How dare you? We decided to do it How again. How dare you? Uh, as you can probably tell, uh, this is Greg, joined by my other regular co-host, George. That's, yeah, that's me. And we How some, dare you? <laughs> and we have, some, we have some special guest hosts with us uh, today for round two of the special uh, game draft to the uh, like the hundred, hundred episode of the Super NES podcast. So, um, some fellow podcasters I really admire and like a lot, just like the first time around. So, uh, I will, so I will, ask, so I will, so I will introduce each of you in turn. When I do so, please go ahead and just say a little bit about who you are, what YouTube channels, podcasts, etc. Do what you do, uh, and we'll go on from there. So, um, why don't we start off with Ferg? Hi, I'm Ferg. I do the Hi, Atari Ferg. 2600 podcast, <laughs> game by game podcast, I think it's called, and uh, please stand by. You yes. even know the and name Atari of his own podcast. Yes. <laughs> we got to get uh, a new episode out. Yes. Please and do. do. Yep. And, and you do have a YouTube channel, just not that active. Not that active. Yes. Stop yeah. kill tripping right. me, Greg. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> uh, okay, Willie, you're up next. So you have less been on? <laughs> oh no, we got the wrong guy on. Press two for Willie. <laughs> Press two for Willie. <laughs> well, yes, yes, this is Willie. Uh, I'm here. Uh, I live so in a cardboard podcast, box. What podcast are you currently doing these days, Willie? Uh, mainly the Toy Tomb. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, yes. and Atari Visions. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I guess as well. Excellent podcasts. <laughs> uh, Willie also does a, uh, yeah, Willie also has an awesome YouTube channel, uh, a channel, uh, which is highly recommended. Arcade Cover- USA. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Cover- awesome. Yeah. Covers some great stuff on there. So if I'm Canadian, can I look at your YouTube channel? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, it's blocked in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm blocked a lot of places. 
<laughs> that's a story for another day. <laughs> uh, uh, so, we, um, Chris, since you spoke up, why don't you go ahead next? Hi, I'm Chris. I am a co-host of the Stone Age Gamer podcast. Uh, I host uh, the Waveback Music podcast, which is a podcast where I nerd out about video game music because I'm a colossal nerd. Uh, I'm on the This Week's Episode podcast with my wife and my friend Evan. We talk about TV shows. Uh, I'm on this podcast right now uh, where I'm talking to you guys about Super Nintendo games. Oh, you are? I am. <laughs> oh, that's really cool. Look forward to it. <laughs> uh, and I'm editor-in-chief of Geekade.com. I also write the StoneAgeGamer.com official blog, and I sleep occasionally. <laughs> oh, okay. Only that's, occasionally. That's good. That's yes. good. Yeah, yeah, it was Ferg who got me turned on to your podcast. Uh, you know, about you know, you like about two years ago though. So like, awesome stuff you guys do over there. Thank you very, very much. I, was, I enjoy every time you send audio submissions to Ferg's show. I try every time, <laughs> every week, uh, every yeah. other week. Oh right? yeah, right? we'll yes, yes. podcast by podcast. Pod- <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Hey, I have cut down on the length, so <laughs> well, like I'm having deja vu. I can click off his apps. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and last but definitely not least dan uh my name is dan ryan i am the other co-host of the stone age gamer podcast uh right there on a uh, with uh chris i am also the sometimes host of backdrops and body slams which is a wrestling podcast uh the very very infrequent host of uh the bags and boards podcast which is about comic books um, I mostly write, although I'm back in school again, so I haven't been doing that for the website very much either. I'm basically a slothful layabout that does one thing a week, but claims to do a bunch of other stuff. How often do you sleep? Uh, I don't. Okay. All right. I, I've, I've, there's way too much to do. Like, an hour or two a night, we're good. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, Chris and Dan both have... Yeah, both have kids. They probably get like two hours of sleep at night. Oh, jeez. <laughs> kids in school and full-time job and, and trying to write about beer and kung fu and video games and wrestling and <laughs> all that other stuff on, you know, all so that like, other what, stuff. what happens if you accidentally write about wrestling, but it's supposed to be about beer or writing about beer and it's supposed to be about kung fu? Like, what happens? Uh, we put it up anyway because <laughs> Chris is not the, <laughs> yeah, Chris is, uh, not the most on-the-ball editor-in-chief. He's a oh, lovely so man, but, <laughs> okay. but he's, fired. Oh, it's, it's an article. Put it up quick. Content, content, <laughs> yeah, content. <pretty> <laughs> uh, well, thank you guys very much for taking time out of your busy days to be here for us for round two. Um, you know, uh, do definitely look forward to doing this. Um, just as a quick reminder out there for listeners, uh, this is a draft format a format where I'd use ram.org to randomly assign a name uh, um, uh, on each spot in the list. And we will go down that list in order, picking a game on the system that we personally like. It doesn't need to be a great game, just a game that we personally like and enjoy the system like quite a lot. Uh, and just talk real, and just talk real briefly as to why you enjoy it. Um, George, do you think it's a good idea if we mention to the listeners real quick the uh, the summary of the games picked in round one? So we have Zelda Three: Link to the Past, Mario Paint, Umihara Kawase, Mario Picross, New Horizons. Final Fantasy IV, Super Mario All-Stars, UN Squadron, Super Metroid, Saturday Night Slam Masters, Harvest Moon, Earthbound, SimCity, RoboTrek, Paladin's Quest, Super Mario RPG, Act Razor, Shadowrun, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 4, uh, Turtles in Time, 
uh, Shin Megami Tensei, not Shin Sausage, uh, King <laughs> Is that what World, that was? The Lion King, Contra 3, and EVO. Yeah, I was trying to type these down based upon, like, hearing Japanese words verbally, and I'm like, what well, happened? Tell me, how the heck do I spell this? <laughs> yeah, somehow Shin Megami Tensei turned into Shin Sausage. I yeah. don't know. It's like there isn't even an M in there. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so, uh, Ferg, I know that you're probably disappointed that Zota 3 already got picked because I know how much you love that game. Yes. Uh, Chris, is there a game that, is there a game that you would have uh, loved, like, loved to pick if it was still available? I mean, there was a couple on here, but the one I'm most bummed about is UN Squadron, because I love taking any and all opportunities to talk about how amazing that game is. I, right there I, with took, you, I took that, yeah. so... Yeah, yeah. George also loves that game, so he's right there with you. Well, good but, pick, George. That game's yeah. a freaking masterpiece. <laughs> Thank you. And it's uh, going to be the subject of a future wave back. Oh, awesome. Yes. Oh, okay. Looking forward to that, definitely. Uh, so, Dan, how about you? Uh, I'm really bummed that somebody took Saturday Night Slam Masters. I didn't yeah. think anybody else would, would pick some obscure wrestling title but it's really funny because they didn't like it because it was a wrestling game but because it was a fighting game yeah it's like it's this <laughs> really it even, weird that mix that just puts salt in the wound huh? it really <laughs> does it's so good too it's so weird I love it yeah. uh, and Willie how about you like anything on here that you probably would have picked Sim City oh uh, yeah great game I would have yeah. picked Sim yeah. City I spent many hours playing Sim City yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, great port. Because I like to control um, my little minions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so I kicked off the first episode. By wait, 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 wait. Yep. What about you and George? We already we already talked about ours a little bit, I think. But we Well, I haven't again. heard it um, yet. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's news to okay. us. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, well, I would take Final Fantasy IV because, uh, uh, because that game is still my favorite Final Fantasy game, period. Gotcha. George? Uh... Probably Shadowrun. Mm, yeah. yeah I a, had it on my list, and I was yeah. like, uh, I might pick this for the first episode. And then <laughs> uh, uh, Nick was like, Shadowrun, and I was like, dang it! <laughs> <laughs> so. uh, well, we kicked off the first round by having an impromptu trivia contest, uh, super, uh, a contest that was, contest that was super dance related. Uh, I believe I forgot to announce the prize in that one. Uh, uh, the winner of that contest, Phil, uh, got, a, uh, got a $10 gift card like an eBay. So nice. um, I have another one here ready to give out to the winner of this one. Uh, I'm This is the honor system. I'm going to trust you guys not to rush off online to look this up. But um, Damn it. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so, uh, so taken from take, so taken from compiling several online sources for the Wait, $60. How do, how do we answer this? How are we answering? Uh, sim- uh, uh, simple. Like I'll go in order and I'll let you guys have a pick. And whoever is oh, closest okay. to the... And whoever supposes to close the correct number uh, wins. And the number Ooh. the number you're trying to guess is number of systems sold worldwide during the Super NES's lifetime. Oh, uh, please give it to me in terms of like a uh, down to 10 digit. For example, like 19.1 million. What Yikes. is Albany, New York? <laughs> um, so Ferg, why don't you uh, go first? Uh, 37 million. Okay. Uh, Chris? Is this like Price is Right? Did uh, you go nope. over? Oh, <laughs> nope. so it's in both directions? Yep. Damn, I was going to say $1. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you would have been wrong anyway because <laughs> we're not counting in money. Right. $47 million. Oh. Okay, Willie. <laughs> I'm looking it up. Just give me a second. 
<laughs> All right, Willie is disqualified. I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, uh, said 37. Who said what? Uh, Chris said 47. Oh, I'll go with 30 million. Okay. Dan? 51 million. And George, there's no reason you can't have this too, so. 35 million. Winner, and the winner is Chris, 49.1 million. Wow. Nice. Oh, wow, okay. According to some sources, it is the sixth most popular system sold worldwide uh, behind the 2600 NES, uh, PS1, really? PS2, and uh, it's like the Mega System because it's worldwide sales. Wow. So. Yeah, PS2's up there. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. <laughs> Wait, Alrighty. what did Dan say? I said Dan's, 51. Something yeah. wrong. I think yeah, Dan's technically closer. Something incorrect. Oh. Oh, yeah, you're right. 49.1. Yeah. Like oh, wait, yeah. am I closer? Yeah, you're you are. Closer. Yeah, you yeah. are. You're like Sweet. I apologize profusely. Yes, yeah, yeah, I, yeah <laughs> I know. That's. I see how it is on this here show. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're very biased. <laughs> He's a history major, not a math major. So. Ah, true. fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> very true. <laughs> that's quite true, yes. <laughs> I will cop that readily, so... <laughs> All right, uh, the, the draft order uh, is determined, determined by random.org before the podcast started. King us off is going to be Dan, uh, and then George, Willie, me, Chris, and finally Ferg. Oh, Why do I go man. second again? What is this? Hey, it's random. I uh, feel like I I'm know. cheating. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it's just you know, like, you know, like, you know, just how, just how things got assigned, so... Yeah. Um, well, finally, Ferg would make a great like uh, sitcom. I'd watch that. <laughs> <laughs> I have See, seen that I show. It's finally, been Ferg would be an interesting product. Is your computer yes, slow? <laughs> FinallyFerg.com. <laughs> That's not bad, actually. As an aside, Ferg, the first article that you write for Geekade has to be titled now "Finally Ferg." <laughs> 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 Alrighty then, on that note, <laughs> uh, yeah. Dan, why don't you go ahead with your first pick then, please? Alright, man, there's it's a lot of pressure fair, on here, because I, uh, I have some ones that I'm, I'm confident will not get picked, oh, but, uh, <laughs> but I am, am going to go with uh, Chrono Trigger, because yeah. I'm Dang pretty it. sure that's on yeah. everybody else's list, Oh yeah, yeah I won't get mind. another shot. Take that yeah. right off my list. I mean, what a, what a fantastic game. Um... Really I mean, like what is there to say? Honestly. No, I know. Like that's that's kind of the thing about Chrono Trigger is like there's nothing like I can't add a spoke to the wheel talking about Chrono Trigger. Like it is it has been discussed to death. But I think for me what, what really set it apart and just what made it so cool and, and something that really stood out when I was a kid playing through it was the uh the the different combo attacks that you could do and like Yeah. From, oh the from, dual techs and the triple techs? Hell yeah, yeah. yeah, all of that Sorry, stuff yeah. like <laughs> From from what I from what I can recall, um, and it's been quite a few years, but th there really wasn't anything else out at the time that had anything like that. Right, right. And, and I mean, honestly, like, it, you, it, well, there was a, in, in a lot of ways, really, there wasn't really much like Chrono Trigger. I mean, I wasn't really into turn-based RPGs until right. I played Chrono Trigger because the whole like the random battles weren't really a thing. You weren't walking around on a map and then you totally teleported to some other place where the battle was taking place. It just it was right there in the in like you ran. Yeah, you could avoid and, and it if you wanted to. Exactly, you could, you could walk yeah. by it. And then when it's you like do those double life. techs. 
they actually show them combining their abilities. You know, like wherever Frog and Chrono are when they're doing an X strike, that X is going to happen like exactly where they're positioned when you were walking. Like it's yeah, that right, game's yeah. brilliant on so many levels. It yes. really is, and the character design is oh yeah, so, some of some of uh, Toriyama's best work. Oh yeah, by far. It's it's just Blue fabulous. Dragon. This is not. Yeah. No, certainly not. Yeah. Hey, yeah. you, you, you poo-pooing on Blue Dragon? Yes. <laughs> poo-pooing on Blue I, Dragon. I, 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 haven't, I, haven't, I, haven't played, I haven't played it that much, but I own it, so... Yeah, plus the music. My two masterpieces coming together like for uh, heavy talents like in this game, so... Oh, just just out of control good. So that yeah. that is my, my round one pick. Awesome pick, yeah. Yeah, the thing where uh, yeah, the thing that really made the greatest impression for me as a kid is the fact that the main character can die during the game. Right, yeah, like, like, like... Yeah, that's not like I'm just, heard of. And <laughs> not just die game over. Like, now yeah. you have to pick somebody else to lead the party because yeah. he's been vaporized. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So. Can awesome. I ask a quick question? Sure. A am I the only one who hasn't played this game? <laughs> yes. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, George, uh, you're up next. Oh, no. I'm a from America. I'm a from um, America. Sorry, we made what? this joke before. <laughs> anyway. He said Europe. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. I get it. Europe is a continent. <laughs> Read a book, people. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, my pick is Front Mission Gun Hazard. Oh, yeah. Uh, nice. Okay. Yeah. I got it. I found it out. Uh, I learned about it from like a random list of games and whatnot. And it just so happened there was a translation patch. And it was like, well, Greg, let's cover this game. And I was like, holy crap, this is a really cool game. Um, it's like a spin-off from the Front Mission series, but it's um like an action RPG kind of like thing. It's uh it's pretty cool. It's a shame we didn't get it over here, but I can see why we didn't. Uh it's got a great story, uh everything's just great about it. Um it's fun and and played. It's got it's got the the mechanical mech thingies and, and you <laughs> shoot people and they die. <laughs> it's a Squaresoft joint, right? Uh, yes. Front machine Squaresoft? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Joint. Joint. I think it's I think it's pronounced jerk. <laughs> jerk. <laughs> John. <laughs> yeah, it really doesn't have too much to do with front mission itself, but the game itself is very fun to play and it actually has a pretty good story. Yeah, honestly, if you like renamed it to something else, you could you probably could couldn't really decipher that it was a front mission game, but it does kind of take place in that world. In a sense. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, awesome. Okay. Uh, Willie, uh, it's your turn. You know what I'm going to pick? Mr. Do. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I saw this coming. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love yeah. Mr. Do. Especially yeah, on the... Don't say that in public. Especially <laughs> on the Super Nintendo because it has that head-to-head -head two player mode that me and my wife like to play when we're drunk <laughs> it's loads of fun throwing balls at each other in this little maze Willie just really knows how to have fun oh, yes yeah. he does oh yeah, yeah it, is, it is a good version of that arcade my game favorite game. version of Mr. Do oh that's right that's right I remember you saying that yeah, it kind of came out of nowhere, because Super NES didn't really get a whole bunch of older arcade ports. It was more like the newer arcade games that came on the system, so this kind of came out of left field, but... Uh, but yeah, like what yeah until said, the end ports. of its life, when you got, like, Space Invaders and uh, Frogger, Ms. Pac-Man, like, yeah. right towards the end of its life, and now Space Invaders, it's 
you know, it's the Game Boy game, kind of. Well, <laughs> it's exactly well, the Space Game Boy game, Well, Space Invaders and Pac-Man are very good, but Frogger, ugh. Yeah, yeah, no, that was, ugh, that was grotesque. Ew. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's pretty bad. Um, awesome, okay. Uh, well, I kicked off the first podcast for my first pick as being a, a somewhat obscure game, kind of a, kind of a, kind of game I really like in the system that probably nobody else does, so, um, I'll do it again on this podcast. Uh-oh. Um, uh, it's a very unique game, um, and a, it's a game that uh, Ferg's going to probably moan when he hears me say it, but... Oh, uh, no. <laughs> it's a flight simulator. What kind of game are you picking? <laughs> uh, well, it's somewhat related to that. It's uh, Aerobis Supersonic. Uh, oh, okay. oh, right on. Of course. All right. Yeah. Uh, it's a very unique uh, light strategy simulation game from Koai. We actually get to run an airplane company. Uh, oh, God. And there's really nothing out there like it. Uh, it's very, very unique, very different. There's four different difficulties. There are time periods, so you kind of go from like early periods with early planes to like late planes, and you just basically just run the company. You're a company, you're like just trying to assign routes, uh, like you know, haggle prices, uh, buy planes, that kind of stuff. It's not very deep, but there's still enough strategy, strategy definitely here to really keep you engaged. And uh, you can also assign challenges to yourself if you want to. For example, if you want to play in Moscow, you'd have to make do with those sucky Russian planes that crash every five minutes. Um, wow! Yeah, wow! Yeah. Shots fired, Russia. Do you hear that? <laughs> uh, you know, no offense to any listeners out there, of course, but uh, but uh, uh, yeah, uh, this is a very fun. Not. So, like, so yeah, it's a very, very fun game. It's very unique. There's really nothing out there like it. So, uh, it's definitely like um, a, a, a very interesting game to anybody who enjoys it, like core games at all. So, you'll highly recommend it. Well, I guess I gotta play it at some point. So, um. Chris, what's your first pick for us? Well, I guess that kind of depends. What flavor of Super Mario Wall Stars did you guys talk about? Uh, just the... Oh no, are we doing this again? No, I don't <laughs> think so. Just the, re- uh, the first release, Super Mario All Stars, that had the three, the, uh, that had the, that had the three Mario games plus lo- uh, plus lost levels. Gotcha. Then my first pick is Super Mario <laughs> World. Yep. I, I, that was not my I was too. genuinely shocked it didn't show up on there. I, I was know it's too. Kind of yeah. like the. Like the default Super Nintendo game, but it's one of the games I go back to more often than almost anything. I've played through this game beginning to end almost annually. It's just like second nature. It's it's darn near flawless as far as just every single fl- aspect of it. The level design, the controls, the even the ridiculous little cutscenes when you have to <laughs> knock down the castles and Mario pulls out a paintbrush or a, a mop or whatever and he erases it. Like this game is just ridiculous. It's it's extraordinarily nostalgic for me. Uh, the the commercials for it is still one of my favorite commercials ever made. Uh, it's great, great music. Koji Kondo doing his thing, like high bar. Like it's just an, an amazing game. I disagree entirely. Garbage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. Well, the sequel to me is garbage because I can't stand that stupid crying baby. Oh. Ugh. Uh, I'm not even that, counting that as a sequel. That so. drives me freaking wall, but but uh, I yeah I, I I hate that game. Yeah, but yeah, Super Mario World. Uh, I'm definitely right there with you, Chris. Uh, this is still my favorite Mario game period of all time. Uh, Same here, just, hands yeah, down. This, yeah, this is a yeah this is a great game. It's like it's like I didn't think Mario three could be topped, but somehow they topped it. Yeah, and they did. They refined yeah, everything Mario that was 3 great was about Mario three. Never topped. You're right. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> the things with the, like, finding the secret exits, the keys, like, the yeah. way they expanded yeah. on the map system, it was yeah. just everything Mario 3 did, but refined, and just, it's wonderful. Wait, Pleasure are you playing- telling me I have to play this game? <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely play yeah, this you're game. Not, yeah, you're not a, um, 
uh, platformer fan, are you? I um, like the Mario games, but mm, I, for some reason, this just wasn't a game that I ever really tried to finish or even really play. I I own it. I own a Japanese <laughs> copy somehow. I don't know how that happened, but <laughs> yeah, do it. it. It's great. Okay. It's yeah. joy in a rectangle. It is a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I love rectangles. That sounds great. <laughs> yeah. So I think the reason you asked that question the way you did, Chris, is because I do remember later on, later on in his life, they released a combo pack with both Mario All Stars and Mario World on it. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I thought we were, I thought yeah. we were gonna get into this again. Like we yeah. did that episode one, kind of. Oh, really? But yeah, but yeah, I'd go so far as to say Mario World may be the best packing game, period. Uh, like bar none. I well, considering think, that packing games weren't really a thing after this, so. Well, no, there were a little bit after this, but I mean, like you know. Mm. It's pretty much toss up, toss up for me between this and Tetris. The Tetris was also like an awesome pack-in. That's true. I'd say it's, yeah. I'd say Super Mario World's probably better than Tetris as a pack-in. Mm. Ooh, that's that's a tough call. Yeah, uh, I, would... and I like Tetris. I like yeah, Tetris. I... So. I bought a you game for Tetris. Pack-in, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, eventually they pack in everything. You know, you can get a yeah. PS4 with Uncharted. Like they still do pack-ins now, but. Launch packins, yeah. Not launch packins, no. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, uh, how can we make more money? Oh, I know. <laughs> Eventually, we'll just release the console and the game, <laughs> and then people would be like, hey, I gotta buy this so I can sell it on eBay for five hundred more dollars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, rounding out round one, Ferg. What do you got for us? Well, Super Noah's Ark 3D was a game that really appealed to me as a young oh, no. alter boy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, that game's a masterpiece, and you know it. Hey, they remade it and put it on Steam, they okay? Did, yeah. Listen, listen. So I think from all of us, I'm the person who has the least amount of experience with the Super Nintendo, so my pick might be a little wonky. Uh, and a lot of them are that. based on... No? Okay. Uh, <laughs> A lot of them are based on sentimentality because this was my wedding present from my wife, Sarah. So no. she, uh, I'm going to pick Bust a Move first because that's the game we played a lot together. Nice. She, that's not a wonky pick yeah. at all, dude. Okay. Yeah. I love Bust yeah. a Move. It's very solid. She, yeah. she used to play it on the Neo Geo cabinet and then I found that was on the Super Nintendo and I bought it for her. And we played it a lot right after we got married. Oh, um, the best. It's, <laughs> it's not... It, I don't know if it's like a... It, Puyo Puyo type of game. It's not exactly that, but it's it's kind of similar to that. It was, it was the first. Nowhere near. Okay. Well, it's the first. <laughs> um, Almost like that type in of... reverse. Okay. Puyo Puyo is like Mean Bean Machine. Actually, it literally is Mean Bean. It literally, literally is okay. Mean Bean Machine. Yeah. But yeah. there's there's stuff on the top and, and. Okay, I see what you're saying. But yeah, it's, it's a color matching puzzle game. Yeah. Basically. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. 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 But it's just a lot of fun. It's still fun now. We still play it occasionally now, and it brings back a lot of those memories. But. We just, for hours, hours, we play this game. And it just, it's a lot of fun to, I like the music in the game. It doesn't get annoying to me. I know it gets annoying to some people. Really? It's like over a 10 second loop or something, right? Yeah, I love it. I mean, I it, sound, it sounds great, but if you're playing the game for like three hours, you're like, no. I just want to jump out the window. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, there's not really music that annoys me too much. I mean, if I could listen to the overworld music in Zelda for hours and hours, I'm fine. So. That's different, though. That's... That's longer well, than like ten seconds. That's true, yeah. Well, this but, is the guy who does Toys Hundred podcast, mind you. Like, we're like, 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 what's the definition of music? Is like beep, boop, beep. So yeah. <laughs> Plus, I like the uh, Mythicon music. So. Oh God. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah that would grab move. me out a window. <laughs> Bust a move is uh, my pick. 
yeah, not a bad pick at all for a great puzzle game. Uh, um, you know, uh, I remember covering that. Uh, I hadn't played it until I covered it for the podcast a while back, and yeah, it's a fun game. Yeah. So, yeah. But You're welcome, yeah. Greg. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, like, I forgot that you were on that one. Look at me, George. Sorry. Yeah, yeah that it wasn't was, that, that was long was ago, pick. I don't think, was it? That was my pick. I think it was about a year and a half ago at this point. Uh, time flies. Oh, crap. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah that's scary. <laughs> Let's not look back. No, the, the podcast the, the podcast has been going on for over three years now, so that's scary. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, round two. Uh, Dan, start us off. Fight. All right, I am going with <laughs> Final Fantasy uh, three or six, depending on if you want to be yes. uh, one of those guys. Yep. I was very afraid you were going to take something of mine. <laughs> Mystic Knights or whatever? No. Um, no. Oh, come on. Oh, Mystic come Quest, on sir. Mystic Quest, I'm very sorry. I apologize. Excuse me, it is <laughs> Mystic Quest. How very dare I. Um, <laughs> yes. Thi- this to me, like, it- it's a toss-up between this and Seven as to which is the uh, best Final Fantasy. Like, sometimes this one edges out really because of Kefka. I mean, the... Mm. The scene with Kefka is just so, so gorgeous and so stunning. And, like, I I am a, a grown man with children of my own. Like, I am a full adult, and I am comfortable enough to admit that sitting in my bedroom in New Jersey as a young boy playing through this game, I cried, like, <laughs> just rolling tears. Like, I was so emotionally impacted by this game. And, and no game had ever done that to me before. And... You know, since I've had children now, like, there's tons of stuff that makes me cry because as a father with daughters, I'm like, oh, there's sweetness in oh, the no. world. And I just <laughs> sob uncontrollably, just rolling tears. You turn 16, you know. <laughs> well, no, sure, sure. You'll be crying for a different reason. <laughs> <laughs> it's still going to be tears. But, man, when I when I was a kid, th- this game just, like, it hit me in, just in, in a, right in the feels. And... I, I believe this is the first one that, or, or uh, the first one that had some different designers in it too. So mm-hmm. there's kind of where Final Fantasy was going, um, which you know is a podcast for another podcast to argue whether or not it, it's the right direction, as far as that is concerned. Um, right. But I, the character of Shadow, I always thought was such a really cool, just such a cool character too. Um, man, I just I love this game to pieces absolutely adore it and have played through this one more than any of the other final fan okay yeah uh yeah saw a pick this is on my list for sure uh i just just the quintessential rpg on the system i think but i still prefer four just a wee bit more but six is but two but six is an amazing game like uh, it's an amazing game like its own right but you said the characters uh the characters you know the story the music uh, like it all comes together like very well, so uh, yeah, just really the quintessential like classic, the classic RPG, I think. Yeah, and th- this really was like the the swan song for what Final Fantasy was versus what it was to become, and then True. you know yeah. Yeah. the online stuff and all that changed it. But this is really classic Final Fantasy, like what we all fell in love with it, and like when we still think of RPGs, it, I, and maybe I'm speaking out of turn, but at least for me, when I think RPG. Like, this is what I flash back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I flash back to Final Fantasy X because I'm young. Yes. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> it's this and Chrono Trigger for me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, between those That's two... That's understandable. You know, plus Kefka showed up in Puzzle and Dragon. So, 
That made Wait, me really? super happy, and I could get I a Puzzle and Dragons reference on another podcast. Again, yeah, <laughs> do it if you weren't. Doing, doing solid work here. You I mean, if you want to talk about Puzzle and Dragons, now. you could have talked about Mario. That's true, uh, that's true. You could always I, wrap it around. That's a good game, too. It is a good game. It is. Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I, I can't follow that up, so, George? <laughs> All right, so I was very afraid you were going to steal my pick, which was Final Fantasy V, mm. uh, a Ooh. game we originally didn't get over here, but yes. uh, it's, it's, I'll let you know, it's really cheap on eBay, and also you could just get a translation patch. So uh, I have a Retron 5, so I just, uh, I did that. I spent like, I want to say like maybe 20 bucks or less on like Final Fantasy V, and then I was like, boop, uh, translation patch, and here we go. Um, it's great. I think it's the first one with the job, uh, system. Uh, so when like, um, Final Fantasy Tactics came out, it was a little confusing for people over here because we never got a job system really before. And, uh, Final Fantasy V, I believe, was the, the first one to do that. It's, it's really cool. It's just got a bunch of different stuff you can do. And it's got an interesting story, like, right from the beginning. And it's, it's fun. It's just great uh, anyone who hasn't played it i honestly suggest that you just go and play it it's it's great yeah the game's readily available on both the like both the handhelds and also on steam so is it now okay yeah yeah cool yeah readily available uh this never this grabbed me as much as sip 4 and 6 did maybe because they didn't play as a kid so my nostalgia for it is more limited uh but yeah it's not a bad game i mean like, it totally grabbed me yeah. because like yeah. what you can do is like all right, I'm going to put you as this job and you're going to like unlock these skills or whatever. Then I'm going to swap that out and give you this job, but you're still going to retain some of yeah. the things that you learned from the other job. And that's that's pretty OP if you like really work on it. Sure. So that's a really cool system. This is the one that had Ectodeath, right? Yes. That was the, yeah, that dude was yeah. banana. Like this <laughs> a super cool design. Just evil. Absolutely evil. It's awesome. Yes. Yeah, I go get an interesting character too. <laughs> oh, that's right. He's uh, in there, and yeah. is, is Bart? Bart's is the main character of this yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bad name, but Bart. <laughs> yeah, it's not not the coolest hero name in the world, but no. <laughs> I mean, it's better than Pooh. So yeah, that's yeah. I suppose that's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Willie, your turn. All right. Well, you know, I, I love beat 'em up games. So uh, one of my favorites on the Super Nintendo, which I didn't really talk about anywhere else, not even on the book for Brett, was the Death and Return of Superman. Ah, oh, I'm a big hmm. Superman fan. As a matter of fact, I'm missing the celebration that's this weekend in Metropolis, Illinois, unfortunately. Oh. But I love this game on the Super Nintendo. Uh, I've actually got it on my Genesis, but I first played it on the Super Nintendo. And of course, when you play the Man of Steel, and you just beat up the living daylights on all these bad guys. It actually follows the it follows the comic book fairly well. It has like little comic cut scenes in there between the levels, and you play as the uh, other four Supermen, uh, just like in the comics. It's actually a pretty fun beat 'em up game. It's, it's a go-to game for me on the Super Nintendo. That sounds really cool. I never heard of this game, honestly. It's awesome. I love the artwork on the cut on the box of this thing. Yeah, it's the Doomsday Fist, right? Oh, Just yeah. Hop right through. Yeah, this is a pretty, this is a pretty cool game. I like it. Yeah, this one, this one is excellent. And 
really, unfortunately, one of the few good Superman games. Yep. Like, it, it's yeah. like this and the Taito one, the arcade game. Yeah, Atari awesome. 2600. <clears throat> yeah, that one was good, too. <laughs> no, no, no Ferg, we're talking about good games. Uh, <laughs> well, I like Superman on the 2600. Come on. It was yeah. pretty ambitious for, for 2600 standards, I'll is, admit that. Is, oh, you like the box? Games, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to gauge those games now because I'm like, I'm playing a game that's 500 hours long, and then Superman's like, oh, this is like two minutes. Like, yep. or this less. gets repetitive. Or <laughs> less, yeah. I used to play the, <laughs> right, the Superman less, right. theme when I played that, that game on the 2600. <laughs> well, there you go. Hey, yeah. man, if you enjoy it, then you enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I have, yeah, I have heard of this game. I never actually played it, though. It didn't. Because, like you said, the track record of Superman games is so bad. I, I, I you know, I just assumed it, it wasn't any good. So even in I, modern times, the track record is bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Less said about that, the better. But uh, no, but I yeah. want to talk more about that at some point. So oh, we will. Yeah, for sure. So, but uh, yeah, I'll check this out. So uh, great pick. Thanks. Um, let's see, my turn. Um, well, I got to go for heavy hitter here. I was going to grab this game in round one. I uh, just didn't have time for it. I'm definitely taking it now, like in this round, because I uh, in this round. In this round, because I love this game to death. Um, still, my favorite game of the franchise, uh, bar none. Super Castlevania 4. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> yes. Just amazing on so many levels. Uh, I have, str uh, uh, you know, I have strong nostalgia for this game because I was stuck in bed all week when it came out, recovering from wisdom teeth surgery. Uh, so I, uh, so I decided you know, to play the heck out of this game, and it's like I beat it. I mean, this this took the NES games and it raised it up a whole different level. Being able to whip in eight directions. Uh, just the amazing graphics and the, yeah, the, the amazing wiggly graphics. whip. Yep. Uh, oh, moonwalking up the stairs too. That was also like pretty cool. <laughs> How about that stream you did recently, Greg? Huh? How about that yeah, stream? Yeah, I played the game recently. I played the game recently, like through a stream, and I did manage to beat it one night, though it took longer than I'd planned, but, yeah, um, it did. but, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, it's a hard game, but not too hard, I think, so the difficulty the difficulty right about right just really for an early game really great job by Konami showing off what the system could do in, in terms of both graphical hardware and also the soundtrack oh the soundtrack's so good yeah um, I'd especially say the soundtrack yeah, as far yeah. as showing what the Super Nintendo could do yes. like coming off of the NES games and going to this is like yeah. <laughs> gotta use that Sony hardware to good use <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah you know I yeah, you know, like, you know, that, uh, yeah, that version of, yeah, the remix of, uh, yeah, the remix of Bloody Tears and Clock Tower is just so good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but, they're yeah. pretty good, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. oddly enough, I like the, the original compositions in this one better than the remixes. Like, the remixes are super cool, but I feel like Dracula X did the remixes a bit better. I mean, granted, it was mm. years later, but the True. original compositions in this one are just, like, theme of Simon Belmont is just, it's insane. Yes. It's such yeah. an amazing song. Yeah. One of the best first level tunes ever, too. Just that, that giant gate that just right up in the beginning of the game. It's so cool. It's so good. Yeah, yeah this game's yeah, this game's like filled with like small touches like that. Just a really awesome platformer. Uh, sorry, Willie, I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm gonna say something. Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. <laughs> boy, boy, there are a lot of cheap shots being taken this podcast. <laughs> shots at Russia, shots at Ferg. Jeez. Uh, What's next? Uh, well, Chris, I hope I didn't take one of your picks. Uh, so, what do you have? No, actually, I mean, I, I kind of feel like uh, 
this isn't really a competition or anything, right? We're just talking about games that we want to talk about, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to stray a little bit off of the beaten path here and talk about just a game that I, I, I have always loved and I don't think I've ever spoken to anyone else who's even mentions this game in, in the same breath as anything else. I love Tin Star. Um, <laughs> what is that? This is this is a a wacky old game. Um, it was on uh, it was post post Donkey Kong Country. Uh, you okay. used to come on that poster that said you know had a list of all the super cool games to get on your Super Nintendo like Donkey Kong Country and Super Metroid, Super Punch Out, and Tin Star. And I took one look at that and said that's colorful. I'll, I'll give that a shot. So I I I got the game and it's. It's almost like a, a, a like a target shooter, like an arcade style. Just you know, shoot the shoot you know, move a little cursor around on the screen and shoot the targets. But it does these three kind of different types, like these different flavors of stages that you can do. One of them being where the titular character Tin Star is running around and you're moving the cursor around on the screen, shooting all the different things. It works with the Super NES mouse, so it's super easy to play and it controls like a like a dream and. It looks amazing. It's got super cool music, and um, there's just really not much like it. Uh, I, I, I love on-rail shooters, like you know arcade games like House of the Dead and whatnot. Uh, so playing yeah. a game like that at home, and it's and doing all these really clever, creative things with it, like the um, uh, quick draw segments are really cool. Uh, you, you like your opponent is you see like them down on the other end of this alley, and uh, in one of the four corners, the like your gun will show up in the corner. You have to shoot that and then shoot like to draw your gun and then shoot the other person before they shoot you. It's a really clever way of handling all that stuff. And the game is super funny. Like the writing is really, really funny. There's a, uh, it's, it's really kind of like the tick style humor. So he's like this big, you know, giant jawed robot, superhero, cowboy sheriff guy. And uh, his sidekick Mo and his trusty horse aluminum and you're, traveling through the wild east and it's just it's just bizarre and really funny and nobody ever talks about it because i don't think anybody ever played it but it's i didn't a really even know about game. it so yeah same here yeah. so i'm yes it, yes, I'm de yes i'm definitely curious now yeah definitely look it up uh, it was a nintendo published title um and it's uh it's it's really really good looking uh like i said it's got really good soundtrack and as far as like target shooting type games you can play it with a controller and move the cursor around with the d-pad which is all right you can play it with a super scope but um, since the scope kind of narrows your field of vision, you know, when you look through it, it's, uh, it's, it's not really the best way to play it. If you can play it with a Mario Paint mouse, uh, just get a controller extension. It's really, really fun game. Really clever, really funny, good jokes. I love this game to death. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, yeah so, yep. Uh, <laughs> so we're getting a good mix of, like, you know, uh, heavy hitters and obscure games like this podcast, too. So I'm pleased to see that. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Uh, Ferg, finish up. Uh, finish up for round two, please, sir. All right. I will continue the obscurity with uh, On the Ball, a title game. It's actually based on an <laughs> arcade game, Camel Tree, which I didn't realize at the time. I don't know how I found this game. I never saw the arcade <laughs> game. I think it's Camel Tree was only released in Japan, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Yeah. But uh, it might have been the digital press fanzine because I was getting that at the time. They might have mentioned it in there. But I was a big Marble Madness fan. This is um, not... The only similarity, I think, is the marble, because in this game, you're moving the maze. Um, mm -hmm. you, you have to get your marble through the maze, and you got a bunch of uh, obstacles, but you move the maze instead of the actual marble, which I thought was really cool. And Yeah, this is a cool game. <laughs> it is a very cool game, yeah. I think... Was this the first episode I was on, Greg? It might have yes. been. Yes. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, because um, <laughs> Greg and I actually found out that we played in a in a high score competition on the Digital Press website back in like 2005 or something like this. Oh, I remember <laughs> the story. Yes. <laughs> but now it re- it reminds me of the Extra Life Marathon because I always play at like two o'clock in the morning, and I love the music <laughs> in this game too. Yes. And it just reminds me of being sleepy and trying to make my way through the different different mazes. I used to be really good at it, but now I'm not, unfortunately. But yeah, this is a hard game. Too. It's a hard it's game, but yeah. it's a lot of fun. And sadly, the last time I played it, I got a little bit sick because <laughs> I don't normally do that. Oh. The, the movement doesn't <laughs> normally bother me, but it did this time. So wow. I was a little worried about that. I haven't played it since then. So. You're getting old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm For, Do you? I, I forget. Do you have a Wii? Yes. Okay. Do you play the game um, Koro, Koro Rinpa? No. Look, look it up. It's basically a 3D version of this. Um, oh, you use okay. the, the Wii remote like you twist it around to move gonna the, the puzzle. It's going to be puking everywhere. If on the ball makes you sick, uh, Kuro Rimpa is not going to be a good evening for it. Yeah. <laughs> or it's going to be a great evening. Or it's going to be great. Yeah. Maybe, uh, just maybe the, for... Just uh, do the Willy gameplay system. You know what I mean. It's even uh, better. <laughs> Nah, I this is a good pick, Ferg. I like this yeah. game. But yeah, look Thanks. up look up Koro Rinpa. It's it's a pretty wild game and it's pretty similar to this. Yeah, the name sounds familiar. No. Yeah, I figured Ferg could pick this like saw pick. So uh great. Uh, okay, uh quick question guys, since we're the you know, since we're in round two happy through this. Did anybody need a break? I'm good. I could use more water because apparently I just sweated it all out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alright, well let, let Ferg get us water. All right, start of round three. Dan, uh, hit us with your pick, please. All right, um, so since we had uh, briefly discussed uh, beat-em-ups earlier, um, I'm going to go with one of my favorite beat-em-ups on the system, which is Knights of the Round. Oh, yes. Oh, hey. One of... (laughs) (laughs) I knew it. (laughs) I I am... I am such a huge fan of beat-em-ups, and it is the genre that we are sorely are lacking in today. Like, they, yeah, they're yeah. just not... I mean, God, what was the last, like, big-budget beat-em-up that came out? Like, The Bouncer? That game was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? That game's I mean, alright. Com- compa- no, nah, comparatively speaking. I mean, like, anyway. It's alright at best. <laughs> <laughs> so, Knights of the Round, um... Is is just a, a walking to the right, hitting stuff with a sword. Basic. Uh, it, it's it's like a classier golden. Axe. The characters are more dressed. Um, there's not as uh, not as grotesque of monsters because, as the title would imply, you are playing as King Arthur. You know, you have Excalibur, and he's very regal and hoity-toity and whatever. Um, you could also pick from uh, I, Lancelot and Percival were the uh, the other two that you could pick from. But it is it is a gorgeous game. It looks I, I they were just they were doing incredible work on Super Nintendo. And the sprite work here is beautiful. The music is really good. The game plays about as good as a beat em up can play. The environments are cool. Like just everything about this is a game that way more people should have played. 
like when 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 people talk about beat em ups, it's like oh, Streets of Rage and Final Final Fight, which are great, but but this gets like so ignored, you know? It's it's an awesome awesome. I think it also kind of gets overshadowed by um, like King of Dragons too. I feel yeah. like I hear about that one more, and they both yes. came out around the same time, and they're they both did. Capcom, yeah, uh, gorgeous beat 'em up games. But yeah, no, Knights of the Round is is killer. I think this one's better than than King of Dragons. Ew. Well, you know my stance know. on this game. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was your episode, your first episode. Yes, it was. was. You know, yeah, yeah. after my wife and I wiped the floor with Golden Axe, uh, we started playing this game. Give us more <laughs> of a challenge. <laughs> Yeah, it's not the easiest game in. No, nope. not the easiest beat 'em up, but it is. It is just. It, it's one of the ones, like you feel a definite sense of accomplishment when you get. Mm -hmm. Yeah, love. Plus, I really love the small touch that your characters that, that, you, that your characters like as they get stronger and more, more uh, stronger. Uh, yeah, yeah, they, they, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Are you okay? Yeah, they basically get. Yeah, they, yeah, they actually get bigger and stronger on screen. It's nice. To, yeah, nice touch. <laughs> it's oh, and the and and I, I it would be it would be sad if I did not mention, and I think you can only do it like two times, maybe three, um, where you can get on the horse when yes. you knock uh, one of the knights off of the horse. Like you can take their horse and and get a mount in the game for a little bit. So good. Hmm. Yeah, great pick. Definitely underrated. So I, you know, wholeheartedly agree with that. So uh, thanks. Excellent. I feel like I'm you. winning. I gotta stay. <laughs> once yeah, once you get on the horse, you can start singing, Look at my horse, my horse is amazing. <laughs> but does he taste just like raisins? I don't know. You have to taste it yourself. <laughs> uh, George, uh, you are next. Cool. I'm going to pick Romancing Saga 2, a game we never got until very recently. <laughs> um. So I, uh, I actually never played the original Super Famicom version, but uh, they re-released it on phones and console, and I think it's on Steam as well. Uh, I've been playing this on my Switch, actually, which is pretty good for uh, pick up and go. But um, Romantic Saga 2 is really interesting. You, um, you're like, uh, you play as king of this, um, this like continent or whatever, and, you know, trouble comes up and you gotta fight it and and it's really interesting because it's got this um it's kind of like it's kind of got like a fantasy star type of deal with it where um like you have successors so like once your character dies or fulfills their mission you move on to the next successor and uh what gets carried over is uh your money uh your weapons and items and everything and also your skills uh, which is really interesting. So it's kind of like a roguelike in a way, but not exactly. Um, it's it's really cool. I honestly, if uh, I played the first Romancing Saga, I'd probably pick that because that one seems more interesting. On top of it having uh, a, a couple of um, like remakes, especially on like PS2. But this is the one that I uh, that I have the most experience with. So uh, this is a really cool RPG. Um, I suggest again. I suggest people uh, take a look at it since it only somewhat recently came out um, in this territory. Yeah, I don't think most of the romancing games came out here in the West. I think, uh, um, you know, I think originally we only Romancing, got like I think Romancing Saga 3, or the, no, 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 I think the first one, like I said, I think the first one was remade 
um, on PS2, and we actually got that, I believe. Hmm. So, yeah, it was really, really weird. But it's, it's, it's a good game. Yeah, Word. I played a little bit of the series, but not really that much to be able to comment on it, unfortunately. But it, um, yeah, that's a lot of my picks. <laughs> if Aaron was here, he'd be like, oh, hey, yeah, that game. He'd probably know what I was talking about. Uh, uh, Willie, uh, it's your turn. Super Mario Kart. Hey! I love racing games, and this is a a go-to game for me on the Super Nintendo. It's a lot of fun to play. It's definitely a good pick, man. Yeah. Yeah. Another great franchise that got started on Humble Super um, the Super NES. Yeah, and it's still going today. Yep. Yeah. That's how popular and good it is. Down at this game store down in Charlotte at Save Point Video Games, they use this game every once in a while as a, a competition thing to give out prizes. Is that oh. a good store? Yeah, it's an awesome store. All right, well, you're gonna ha- we're going to have to talk about that later. Do they race or do they do battle mode? They just do the race. The this battle was like kind of eh on the, on the original game. I kind of like the battle mode on this one. I mean, I, 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 mean, I guess everyone now talks about the... I worse end. on Mario Kart 8, but... Yeah, it's, um, it got better with Mario Kart 8 Deluxe because it wasn't that stinking driver oh, on the yeah, racetrack one. Yeah, they, they actually do, yeah, made they an totally actual battle mode. Yeah. I spent a ton of time with the battle mode in this one with my friend Greg. Uh, just just jumping in and out of the weird little places you're not supposed to go. and I, I, I just loved the idea of, of this the, the battle mode in this. Yeah, I also play this game a lot as uh, uh, like a, I like a kid. Like, you know, great... Yeah, great racing game. Um, again, uh, I think the later games have far surpassed this game, but for what it was on the hardware, it's very, very good. Very impressive. You guys should um, play the, the hacks. The people made um, hacks where like they changed up courses and whatnot. Like they make new courses and, and stuff like that. It's, it's pretty cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the Game Boy that. Advance sequel was really cool too because it included all the Super Nintendo courses because it was the only other one. It's really good. It's it's plays okay. like an advancement of this one instead of right. you know Mario Kart 64 and whatnot where it went all 3D. This used that similar Mode 7 effect. Wait, you're so saying the Game Boy Advance of... version is an advanced version of that? But I'm bumped. Yeah, uh, yeah, great pick, boy. Like you took mine by um, uh, 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 you know, right there. So like, kudos to. I like you for that. <laughs> Um, alright then, I'll go, okay, I'll go with round, five, round four pick then, I have to think of something else like the last round. Um, I'm not usually a huge fan of racing games, but I fell in love with this game almost as soon as I started playing it. Uh, uh, you know, the classic game F-Zero. Oh, so good. Yeah. Thought you were like, going to take one of mine, but you yeah. didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, good. I mean, for, yeah, well, for launch game, it's very, very good. The graphics oh, are yes. great. Oh, yes. The mode the, seven and everything. The, the mode seven, the mode, the mode but yeah, the racing. The racing is so smooth and fast. It very makes you feel like, mm-hmm. feel like you're actually like on a racetrack. Very different racetracks yeah. too. I, I mean, yes, they do. I mean, yes, the tracks do repeat after a while, but they still, but, the, but they don't repeat the same way. There's still different bends and twists and turns in the course, like whatnot. <laughs> Another um, game that spawned uh, awesome sequels. Yeah, yeah, it's true. too bad. Yeah, yeah, it's too bad. F Zero is pretty much dead these days. But oh well. But uh, yeah, yeah. But <clears throat> hey, man, that that GX, I go back to it. It's great. Yeah, that game's yeah. great. Yeah. That yeah. desert level in this original one, where you jump on the arrow and oh, then it, like yeah. you jump oh, off dude. the course under the arrow, yeah. that's like yeah. one of the coolest things ever, man. That that is just yeah. awesome. Yeah, extremely good music too. Like you know, like a great, you know, great yeah. soundtrack. 
Yeah. It's my favorite soundtrack in the series, too, because after this one, they just kind of went straight to the hardcore butt rock. And uh, I just, <laughs> this I'm one sorry, just sounds like rock? video game music. <laughs> yeah, butt you, rock. I don't know. Rock that sounds like it's coming out of someone's butt, I guess. I don't know. Oh, just... so a Genesis soundtrack. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> exactly. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm talking about the Phil Collins band. Yeah. No, I'm yeah, kidding. was it the. Uh, yeah. Was it the was it the N sixty four F zero with F zero like when they had the remix of Big Blue? Um, I think that's where that I think that um, I, I can't remember if it was that game or like they, that game like the GameCube one that used that. But yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The GameCube F zero was one of the only games that actually made me motion sick. Uh, it's very that. like when you when you talk about um, like does it seem like you're actually going this fast? That's one of those games where, yeah. it, yes, it actually seems pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah. and it, I've it never gets, played anything it, else with that sense of speed. It's ridiculous. Right. The sense of yeah. speed is ridiculous on that game. And um, the problem is, like, it only gets harder the better your your um, your uh, vehicle gets because, like, you can upgrade your vehicle or make new ones or whatever. And, like, it just, like, at some point you're going so fast, you'll, like, Oh wait, there was a turn. Whoops! Oh, I'm too late. I guess I'm retired. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, I'm not even. Yeah, I was surprised by this game because I'm not really like a big fan of racing games. But this one, I just like fell in love with like right away. It's like you know, just it's so like it's so unique. I think in some ways. Yeah. It's just like yeah, like yeah, great, great game. I, I said it. Uh, I, um, you know, I said it last time. I think the five the five launch games of the system may be the best launch games of the system period. But just like the, you know, the opening games, they're like this system, like they're just so good. But yeah, you, know. you want to see a crazy speed run? Watch somebody uh, speed run time trials of uh, GX. Ooh, oh okay. my god, that's nuts! Yeah. I was oh, watching that. It was like a few weeks is. ago. I was watching that for some reason. It's I'm almost just... like Super Monkey Ball speed runs. <laughs> <laughs> how, are, how are you even doing? Like I can't even contemplate yeah. doing that. <laughs> it's it's uh, a lot of skill and patience. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chris, uh, you're round three pick. Alright, uh, I'm gonna stick with the, I guess slightly off the beaten path ones, uh, cause this is another game I don't think gets the credit it deserves, um, but it was on the Super NES Classic Edition and that made me happy. Uh, Kirby's Dream Course. Oh, no? yeah. cool. Yeah. I never played that, but I've, I've seen some footage of it. Yeah, same it's here. so cool. It's, it's like mini golf, kind of. Yeah. Uh, oh, run up for a jelly. Yes. <laughs> you get all the, people, the enemies I've heard, are... I've heard some people actually say it's kind of like uh, pool. It is kind of like pool. It's kind of like, like a cross kinda, between pool and mini golf. Kirby around like a cue ball. Yeah, and there's a lot of like banking off of uh, off of right. walls and whatnot. There, you know, walls you can bounce off of. It's, but it is also a very Kirby game too, because uh, right. you get all the little powers from the Kirby uh, series when you hit the the enemies that have those powers. And then you can use those to try to get into, uh, you know, to to finish your shot or whatever. I'm trying to avoid. That's what she said. Jokes. Uh, and, um, <laughs> well, it's also insert. That's what she she prefer prefer jokes right there. <laughs> I can't even say it. That's just how. <laughs> strict my filter is right now <laughs> the um the the th part of this game that deserves like so much credit is its versus mode uh this game is so much fun playing against somebody else and it's it's just brutally mean because you wind up just like every so every single time you hit one of the characters in the game one of the, the bad guys in the game it leaves a star behind 
and uh, the person with the most stars wins that round. But you can just kind of ram into each other's stars, so you can steal them after they take a turn. And then, uh, it's just, it's ridiculously complex, but it's super fun. This game is incredible. It's also really great music. Some of my fa favorite renditions of any Kirby songs are in this game. But it's uh, easy, to, easy to learn, difficult to master. Uh, if you get golds on all the courses, the whole world opens up to like... It's like Symphony of the Night style Upside Down Castle. You get to do all the stages again, but remixed. It's oh, ridiculous. No. This game is so good. And pink. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is a Kirby game. <laughs> It's also super sharp. Mean. That isometric, uh, like, look on it, everything's checkerboard, it's really yeah. sharp-looking game. It's really, really, really stark when you look at it. It's just, okay, I, that that is what that game is. It's, um, almost reminds me of some of, like, Rare's NES stuff, like Snake, Rattle, and Roll. It's, you just look at it and say, okay, that is very much that game. It's very, very identifiable by how sharp it looks. It's very nice. Yeah. Uh, I've not played this game, so I'm curious to... You could check it out. Uh, you, you know, it definitely sounds a lot of fun. It is definitely a lot of fun. Okay then. Uh, finally, finishing up like round three. Ferg. Okay, I'm going for the big one this time to save my hipster pick for last. Um, Donkey Kong <laughs> Country. This. Ooh, yay! Yeah. <laughs> I was just getting back into classic games when this came out, so I was very happy to play this. It's a beautiful looking game. That kind of went over my head though. Um, I really like. One of my favorite things in this game is playing the different characters, like the shark, and all the different kind of controls that you have to learn to uh, to get through the game. And I love that you could change characters so much, even you know, with uh, Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong. But I think the biggest thing for me in this game is the music. It is absolutely gorgeous, okay. atmospheric yeah. music. I know Chris probably agrees with me. <laughs> Uh, but, I, I adore that game. Yeah, David Wise is so good, and I didn't didn't realize how much I liked him before because I didn't know he did the music for Wizards and Warriors, which is one of my favorite um, NES soundtracks. But I I play this game so much. I needed to get a guide because I suck at video games, and I you know I have to find <laughs> all the hidden stuff. I still haven't found all the hidden stuff in the game, but I do go back to it and play it. And it's just a beautiful game, and. Uh, I don't know if I like this. I, I think I would probably like this one the best out of the three because I did like number two quite a bit. And I still haven't gotten through number three yet, but um, yeah, this one's probably my favorite one out of the three. I Better agree on the SNES. wholeheartedly. Yeah. I, I like the first one the best too. Yeah, yeah the first time I played this game, uh, that my jaw just dropped because I'm just like, I can't believe Super NES Flex people were doing this. Yeah. Because this just looks like so good. I mean, like, mm -hmm. I mean, I was playing PlayStation games by the time this came out, and like, and like this yeah, you were. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna be back to Super NES like several months. It's just like it's so gorgeous, but yeah, yeah. Did you guys get game. the VHS tape? Like, did you get anyone get that mail to their house? Ah, uh, I think I did. I think I probably just tossed it right out, though. Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Which I wish I hadn't done, because that's probably clever side of these days, but oh well. <laughs> I watched that thing so many... I was so hyped for this game. It was it was yeah. unbelievable. I was... I got that thing in the mail. I wasn't even a Nintendo Power subscriber, so I don't know how it showed up, but my mom <laughs> gave it to me one day, and I was just like, <gasps> What 
this, this. I still go back watching it. It's it's hilarious watching this like Dan Cortez wannabe hosting the video oh, and yeah. heading over to their headquarters. Uh. But oh my god, I played through this game just an unfathomable number of times. My buddy Adam and I would wear Donkey Kong Country pre-order T-shirts to school every Friday for months. And god, I love this game with every fiber of my being. It's just it's a freaking masterpiece and. Uh, just a you know a David Wise music again, yeah, outstanding. Uh, he didn't do that one solo. Uh, he did all of Country too. Uh, yeah. This was a uh, Robin Beanland and uh, why can't I remember who else was on this I, one? I had it up here. We're in, for, um, so just a quick Evelyn Fisher. That's it, Evelyn Fisher. Oh, okay. Just a quick side question, uh, Chris. Did you ever check out the Game Boy ports? I did. Well, do you, all right. So Donkey Kong Land, those the the regular Game Boy ones, those weren't actually ports. Those were right. more or less yeah. re, re, remixes or something. Especially the sure, first sure, one, which sure, I right. love. Yeah. I did play the Game Boy Color ones. Like one of those things that you like the N sixty four version of Resident Evil two, where you're just like, I can't believe oh, somebody no. did this. <laughs> I just can't believe this is real. Somebody crammed this game into a Game Boy Color. Uh, so that's kind of fascinating in its own right. I didn't really love the GBA version of it. I feel like um, Donkey Kong Country kind of gets a, a, a bad reputation these days for not holding up visually, and mm. I think it's people thinking about the GBA version, because the oh, Super Nintendo yeah. one I still think looks gorgeous. I think the GBA version is just kind of hideous. They really oversaturated the colors because the original GBA didn't have a, you know, a backlit screen, so it was like they kind of pushed too hard in that direction, and it's, yeah. it's kind of gaudy looking, and it feels kind of off too, but that yeah, I mean that, beats that just, would you yeah. say they pushed too hard and then they farted? <laughs> I would say probably. Probably. Yeah. Like, I mean, that, that happens to that me all the time. That original Super okay. Nintendo one, like, I mean, if we're, if we're talking about it in the context of time, it, it has the rare distinction, no pun intended, of being <laughs> one of the games, uh-huh. like, where, again, I'm pretty confident in speaking for everyone, where we sat down and went, well, it's not going to look any better than that. Uh, that's yeah. that's as good as that's ever gonna look. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. And like, of course, how wrong we were. But man, like the first time you see that game, it it is, it definitely does show it, its age because you know, like I felt the same way about the Lawnmower Man when I saw that. I was like, oh, it's the future. Oh, no. Nothing's getting better. No movie will ever look this good. You know. And then like years later, I was like, ah, oh, Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow. It's the most gorgeous thing ever. Nothing will ever look this good. And, ooh, no, uh, but you, you know, like when you look back at it, I mean, looking at it out of context certainly shows age, but man, that, that first time you played that game, nothing should have looked that good or ran that well or been that smooth on, on a Super Nintendo. That just shouldn't have been possible. Hmm. Absolutely. 100%, yeah, 100% agree with that. You're you a great pick. Alrighty, uh, round four. Uh, Dan, you get to speak some more. This is, uh, well, I do that. I'm good at it. Um, this is our, <laughs> this is our final round, right? Yes. yes. Okay, so I am gonna go in the complete opposite direction of Donkey Kong Country, which is a masterpiece, and pick a game that I think only I ever loved, and that is the <laughs> one-on-one, I don't even think it had a versus mode, Uh-oh. uh, fighting game, Ultraman. This game is oh, horrible. Yes. Okay. It's okay. not good. <laughs> <laughs> but man, like watching Channel 57 out of Philadelphia as a kid and they would show like Kung Fu movies and then Ultraman would come on. And then yes. I would go to school and be like, guys, have you seen Ultraman? 
it's this really cool show and they'd be like no you're weird go away and they'd be like oh but no like Ultraman's really awesome and like I loved Ultraman like with every fiber of, of my, my little being and then the, I like just browsing through a, a, a video game store in town um like I, w I would flip flop between renting the, the Ranma one half game and Ultraman because I was that kid and I loved this game. Like, it's not a good fighting game at all. Like, you could punch, you could kick, and you could, like, suplex the monsters that you were fighting. And you would have oh to... Oh my god. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, you would, like... But you could, you could do that forever. You could never defeat the monster unless you hit them um, with the, uh, the burning plasma, the, the big Ultraman attack, right? The, you know big special effecty thing on the TV show. You had to hit that at the end of the match in order to kill the monster. As you went through, like, there was some strategy to it because the monsters would adapt. Like, the first couple of dudes you fought, they would just like, well, I guess you're gonna hit me with the thing. I'll just stand here. Um, but then as you, like, went through, they would have different, like, ways of getting out of the way, different ways You're gonna suplex it. me? I don't <laughs> think so. I don't <laughs> think so, sir. Um, so, like, there was a little bit of strategy and you could, like, charge up some other special moves, but I was just, I like, I would sit there and play this game, and in my like, I can't believe I am playing an Ultraman. Game. This is the cool. <laughs> so that that's my. It's. I, I was confident in my other picks that they might have been on somebody else's list. I was a hundred percent certain <laughs> that nobody else was picking Ultraman. Yeah, <laughs> not me. <laughs> it was on my list, man. <laughs> sure, sure Willie. Sure. <laughs> I mean, like, now, am I the only, like, Ultraman fan on the podcast currently? Because, like, not a um, not a thing I'm not used to. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, I'm a fan of Godzilla, but okay. you know, I've never seen an Ultraman movie. Oh, so, I mean, I don't know if you should. <laughs> I don't know if I can, <laughs> I don't know if I can confidently recommend them. Like, are you a fan of, of old Godzilla as well? Like, 54? Yes. Okay, yep. then, yeah. then yes, watch Ultraman. It's amazing. Okay. It's I'll check it out. Thanks. Awesome. <laughs> All right, George, what do you have for your last pick? Oh boy, I'm gonna choose the game Live Live again. Another game that uh, never, ever, ever came over here and probably never will. But uh, yeah. our friend uh, Tim kind of uh, showed that to us, and it's a uh, it's a great game. Um, yeah. It's an this RPG. Is also a game, by the way. Yeah. It's an RPG um, that has a lot of different stories, uh, but they're they're decently short. So you're not like playing like 10 to 20 hours a story. It's more like maybe a few hours at most or whatever. But uh, it's really cool. Um, they're all like different um, eras in time and different types of things. There's one where this guy wants to be like the best wrestler ever. So you're doing that. And there's another one in like ancient China and... There's a, um, a futuristic sci-fi one that has, like, almost no combat except for the end. And then um, after you finish all the stories, it comes together and you choose which characters you want to, like, fight the final boss at the end of the whole game. It's um, really interesting. So you can uh, emulate that and there's a translation patch for it. It's, it's a really interesting game. If you, you know, you don't need a, a whole lot of time to to play the stories so it's it's pretty good for people who are a little short on time but kind of still want that rpg type of game it's uh it's great now i'm, I'm gonna ask a super nerdy question is it a named wrestler no 
No, okay. It's not like... <laughs> no, it's just it's just Mr. Man. Okay. All right. Yeah. You say, like, if you if this is a game with, like, Giant Baba in it or something like that, it was like, all right, well, I know what I'm doing after the podcast is over. Okay. But, yeah, uh, yeah, this game definitely surprised, surprised me to play also because it's a very rpg light. I mean, like, it does have RPG elements, but they're not... Uh, but the gameplay is such is arranged in such a way that it's it, it, such a way that's not really heavy RPG like some other games. It's you still need to do some this. grinding in some stories, though. Yeah, because it's old games, so of course that's to be expected. But yeah, but yeah, but yeah, uh, but yeah not many games have that uh, aspect. But uh, that, 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 um, uh, have that aspect of uh, like allowing you to pick a pick a chapter to play and then the characters the characters come out together at the end. Uh, Dragon Warrior Four did it, uh, but. It, but yeah, there's not many other games that do that, so it's a nice touch. Right. Yep. So. Yeah, I'm not surprised you picked this game, George. Uh, did you ever beat it? No, but I want to. <laughs> we all want to. Now I have time in the day. Yeah, I have time. I just uh, I have a lot of other games <laughs> I need to play. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Willie, uh, this is your last pick. I hope there's a you. Know, you hope there's a game left or two. Game left on your list. Oh yeah. Super Bomberman. Ah, oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because I like dropping bombs and mazes. <laughs> Are we still I talking about Bomberman? Bom- <laughs> 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 uh, I actually prefer... Yeah, yeah. I actually prefer Sp- like, Super Bomberman 2 a little bit more, but the first one's also very, very good. But, yeah. I mean, like, Bomberman. Who has played Bomberman? <laughs> Willie, do you play this uh, with your wife? Yes. Oh, yeah. It's a fun game to play with the wife. When you're drunk. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I bought the um, controller adapter so you could plug in more controllers, and we used to play four-player quite a bit. Hold the tap. Yes, I've got one of those. Yeah. That's a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah this is... Bomb- a- yeah, sorry. No, no, I was just going to say it's the first time I was... The first game I was inter- introduced to that had Bomberman in it, and then I went back and bought hmm. the NES ones, and they were terrible, I thought. <laughs> oh, jeez. <Really? laughs> yeah. Uh, but Bomberman on the NES is really weird. Yeah. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've never yeah, given the game fun. another chance, because that's the first one I played. I was like, wow, this Ooh, isn't for me. Really? And oh. I've never, never played another one. I'm that's same here. I'm same boat with yeah. Dan. I've it's played the first and game. second ones, and I've never really messed with the modern ones. Yeah, it's a, it's it, a good party game, if anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They try like making single player stuff for some of those games, but it's like, yeah, it's all right. But like when you're yeah, sitting I on think... the couch with friends and they're cursing at you because you just oh, picked yeah, up this yeah. certain <laughs> power up or whatever, or you you just snipe them with a bomb or whatever, yeah. like that's when it gets good. I know Chris yeah. Chris Bidwell from the uh, late lamented Now You're Playing with podcast. He sets up. I think he's done it a couple times. The twelve player one on the Saturn, is it? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Saturn one has a lot of players. I, yeah. think it, I think it's up to eight people on the Saturn. No, it's 12. There's a 12. Is it 12? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't know yeah, if it's a I'm Saturn sure. or something else, but he said I think a lot that's of Saturn people. Bomber, man. Yeah. I have it. Let me check. <laughs> yeah, the Neo Geo, oh, uh, wow. yeah, the Neo Geo Bomber game is very, very good, too. Oh, I didn't realize it was on the Neo Geo. Yeah. It's all just about everything, isn't it? Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. There was a, there ears. was an Endgame version, wasn't there? Yeah. Oh, was there? there? I need to yeah. go get that. If now. there if there is an Endgame version, it is safely on everything else. <laughs> there, there is technically go, a Bomberman game that on Virtual, virtual Boy. Now. Yeah. Oh, Panic, Panic Bomber yeah, is on Virtual Boy. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yep. 
Yeah, great pick. Yeah, Bomberman's awesome. Uh, but I have this game like my list too, so. But, yep, uh, me too. So, for my last pick, um, um, I have to pick a game from this genre because I love the genre also. Um, you know, I gotta go for sports game because, like, I love sports. Mm -hmm. uh, and just like, you know, it's just a, uh, Super NES did not have a lot of great sports games on it, but they had a few good ones. Um, I was thinking about taking Super Punch-Out, but that's not very sports game per se. Mm -hmm. uh, so I had to <laughs> dig a little bit deeper, like, um, you know, deeper here. And I actually think this game is very, very good, better than the NES. Better than the ones on the NDS and doesn't really get uh, too much credit, unfortunately. Uh, Super Tech Mobile 3, or mm. Tech Mobile 3, actually. Mm. But but uh, it still has the pick up and play uh, Mantic arcade uh, fun style that the NES ones do, while adding a little bit more complexity and challenge and challenge like, to the game. Uh, the graphics were given a very nice facelift. There's still like full teams, full rosters. Uh, it's still very charming. It's still like a very cute, uh, like, you know, like, very. Uh, yeah, just a great arcade-style football game. You know, I was a huge Tecmo Bowl fan as a kid. I, I really didn't get into Madden uh, like, until the, you know, the PlayStation days. But, um, yeah, Tecmo Super Bowl 3 is, I think, probably a, uh, probably the ultimate the ultimate uh, um, uh, point, of the, point of the series. Uh, and just, like, and, and yeah, just, like, um, it's still, like I said, it still has, uh, it's, it still has the Pikmin play. Like, you don't need to be a, a football fan to enjoy it. Plays are still right there on the screen for you to decide. Just like push the, just like just like push a button and push a button and pad like, um, you know, like this direction, call the plays and whatnot. And uh, yeah, as a bonus, um, you know my beloved Patriots were actually good in this game. So, uh, it was actually, it was actually like, you know fun to actually play them like for a change and I got my ass kicked. So. <laughs> is this the one with the bat or is this the one with the hoop? Neither. <laughs> uh, I don't know anything about sports. Yeah. No, let's inflate a pigskin. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Super Tech Mobile, uh, yeah, sorry, Tech Mobile 3 just, um, you know, doesn't get the credit it deserves, I think. Uh, I mean, like, the NES ones are classics, and they should be classics, but this one I think is really, like, the best game of the series. It is, it is an excellent game, and maybe a little bit of a hot take here, but the best Madden football game is nowhere near as good as Tech. Oh. <laughs> Oh, okay. Shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, a different style of games, Dan. It's not really like fair to compare with it because like Tech Mobile has always been arcadey, whereas Madden's always been like simulation. See, you hear I, that, I, Madden? I, I was you gonna say Tech Mobile has always been good, and Madden has. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, from what I from what I know, you're not wrong. <laughs> I mean, this is coming from somebody who used to buy Madden every. You know, like it, it wasn't That's still great. me. Yeah, like it. That's still. <laughs> I, I have never had as much fun playing Madden as I did playing Tecmo Bowl or Tecmo Super Bowl 3. That game is the. Now, multiplayer, I'll definitely agree with you there. I mean, I've had so many fun games, Tecmo Bowl multiplayer. It's just like it's such an awesome game to play against somebody. It really is. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like I said. Yeah, like I said before, I've been trying to get Ferb to pick up like one of these Tecmo Bowl games. This is. You, so this is a great one to start because it's like it's so simple to play. It's like it's like you push one button in the pad. There you go. There's a play call. And um, yeah, and you don't need to do anything too if you play if you don't want to. Like you have coach mode. You just like call the plays. Yeah. So yeah. Awesome it, game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, awesome game. So I'm glad somebody agrees with me here on this one. <laughs> uh, Chris, what do you have for us last? Well, um, I guess I'll take another opportunity to travel off the beaten path, Tad. I was going to mention one of the Mega oh, Man no. games, but it's not like Mega Man needs any... Mega Man doesn't <laughs> Mega need who? me uh, praising yeah. it. Exactly. What, kind of, what kind of guy is this? 
He rocks. Uh, <laughs> oh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to I'm going to give my last pick to Battle Clash, wow. which is what the is best. That? It's the best Super Scope game there is. I okay. love Battle Clash. So it's no basically. Wonder why I don't know it. <laughs> Battle Clash is basically punch out with giant robots that isn't Teleroboxer. Yeah. Because you're not what? punching each other, it's like shooting each other. That sounds um, dangerous. It's super cool. So it's uh it's done kind of from a first person perspective, and uh you just you you look through the scope and it's super intense and it's all about recognizing the enemy patterns. They're all like shooting these different, you know, bolts at you and and different rockets and whatnot, and you have to kind of figure out based on what they're doing, where you should shoot them to stop them, and, you know, counterattack and whatnot. And it's, it's got a ridiculous anime story, but it looks super cool, it sounds super cool, and it's just... It's, I, like I said before, I like, you know, shooters, like light gun shooters and whatnot, and this is, uh... This is one of the things that I think just kind of proved how unique the Super Scope was, because that... Looking through that scope and really giving you that, that scope tunnel vision just add to the intensity of this game, and it was super intense, because... It's rolling by super fast, like you're just moving back and forth really, really quickly, and you're not doing any of the movement, but the way the quote-unquote story of the game works is there's two people inside of your mech. One person is a, one person's the gunner, and that's you. You're in charge of just shooting, and the other person's piloting. So the other mech is rolling, like, shooting around and flying around super fast, and so you can... The way the camera is kind of positioned in the game is that it's reacting to the other person moving, so it's like you're just controlling the shooting while you're chasing this other character down. It's it's a really intense game, and it's it's just a lot of fun, and uh, it's it's one of those things that doesn't get talked about much because the Super Scope's kind of a joke, but uh, there were a few really good games for it, and Battle Clash, and uh, to a lesser extent, it's its sequel, uh, Metal Combat Falcon's Revenge, which is a terrible name for a game. <laughs> uh, Battle Clash was just super fun. It's a really, really cool game. And they should make a new one, and they never will. <laughs> no. Oh, no, well. they will not. Oh, well. When we um, moved to Delaware in 98, it was the first time we had a Walmart nearby, and my wife actually worked there, so I spent a lot of time there. And in the uh, electronics section, they had this game. It was packaged in a weird thing um, with a, a pink gun and a, like a light blue gun. And I think it was like ten bucks. They had tons of these things. Those are the I, lethal enforcers guns. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. And I went through. I think I bought it like five times, and I gave up because I could not get the guns to work. That's because yeah, they those aren't compatible <laughs> those aren't those with this guns. game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those were made just now for <laughs> lethal enforcers. That is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. No, the those were kind of based on like older style uh, where like they was those were really similar to the zapper whereas the um right. the super scope had an actual receiver that you had to plug oh, in so yeah okay. there's there was just no way that was gonna work yeah no, that's no awesome. different types of technology there <laughs> that explains that's awesome that's great that's great <laughs> fantastic uh, stupid walmart kids <laughs> off <laughs> I thought and you were going to go somewhere was, else with that. It was probably, like, one dude that, like, every time you returned it for it, was like, no, nah, I'm going to put it back out there, see if somebody's dumb enough yeah. to buy it again. <laughs> oh, oh, look, it's sold! <laughs> Some jackhole. <laughs> oh, man, that's great. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Uh, last, definitely not. Last, definitely not least, like this draft episode. Ferg. Okay, I totally forgot about Super Punch Out, but I did not play that at the time when the console was new. So I'm gonna go 
with the game I played. Pick quite a, a good bit. game this time. Uh, okay. Ooh. I'm <laughs> no, sorry. Be, that's, this, sh this should be good. I'm just kidding. I'm just I, kidding. I picked Sanrio World Smash Ball. <laughs> uh. Okay. I, <laughs> I found this um when I first got into um emulators and I had a, I was able to get a SNES emulator working on my computer with a chunk of wood in it. I. <laughs> I, I well, found those are this, my favorite computers. Yeah, I found this wood, game because I had yeah. just I had just learned about what Sanrio was, and I fell in love with Kuropi, and he's actually in this game. And basically, what this is, it's kind of like I don't know if it's kind of like a pong game, but basically, you you're there's it's a one on one game, and it's kind of like soccer where you're kicking the ball and you have to make a goal. And as you play, they add like a breakout uh, type of thing into the goal where you have to get the the bricks out of the way. What? To get into the goal, and then there's also bricks that you can't break that you have to get past. I play this for hours. I, Are I you sure like this isn't a fever dream? Nope, nope. It's I, real. I am it's a YouTube looking at video of it right now. It's, 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 real. it's real and it's fabulous. <laughs> this <Okay>. is bananas. <laughs> <laughs> this is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. It That's looks why I said is this a fever dream, because honestly, it just sounds it, weird. It looks like a combination of, like, Pong and air hockey. Yeah, kind of like that, yeah. Just a little bit of dodgeball thrown in there for good measure. Yeah. But it's not a ball, is it? It looks like a disc. Like, it's, it's a, a it's crazy... A, it's kind of like a disc, yeah. So it's like a weird version of Windjammers? That's, uh, I was just looking yeah. it up before, and somebody mentioned Windjammers. Yeah, I've never played Windjammers, so. though. Oh, everybody a, loves Windjammers. There's also wow. a Neo Geo game I just discovered last night that's kind of like this, but I can't remember what the name of it is. Windjammers? Yeah. No. Because <laughs> it's a Neo Geo game. Oh, no, 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 no. This. Uh, it wasn't, no, it wasn't, definitely not that. Alright, we'll try Windjammers when you get the chance. Okay. Yes, Windjammers is amazing. Yeah, this is good. banana sandwich. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, oh, battle, right, well, battle flip I've learned shot something is the today. Game. Mm. But yeah, I just picked it because I liked Hello Kitty World on the, on the NES, I think it was. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I picked this because it was Sanrio, and I just I fell in love with it and played it for hours and hours. Did any of you watch the uh, that Netflix show, The Toys That yes. Made Us? Yes. Right, okay. No. Did you episode. watch the the Hello Kitty episode? Yes, I did. <laughs> that old lady who's in charge of Hello Kitty is the scariest woman I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Someone who is in charge of something purely joyful has no joy in her life whatsoever. <laughs> it doesn't look like it, does it? Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> it's the strangest thing. Yeah. I had no I, I I felt feelings. I didn't know what to do. Like after I got done <laughs> watching, like I took a shower after I watched it. I was just like, ah, oh, this is weird. I'm gonna go sit and think for a bit. <laughs> very strange. It was very strange. Yeah. Uh, well, well, I think we've given uh, Chris and Dan some games to look at to possible <laughs> like possible talk about like in their podcast. Yeah. yeah. We'll add it to the summer series. I was gonna say <laughs> some of these might show up on our on our summer series list. <laughs> there you is, go. Uh, awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, some definitely some games. Again, this podcast I've never heard of, so uh, I'll have to check this one out too. So, thank you, Ferg. Sure. Uh, like I thought, um, um, like I thought you were gonna go with like another game, but I'll mention that game later on. Um, Cubert. Cubert <laughs> three, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, my favorite keyboard game, bar none. But, uh... Okay, so, uh, let's finish up with some honorable mentions, like some other games that we really enjoy that just, uh, you'll, you'll, you'll give us some time for, uh, playing this episode. Uh, Dan, like, what are some of yours? Um, I was gonna mention, uh, Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo, um, just oh, because, yeah. I mean, yeah. that and, and Mortal Kombat 2 were, uh, some of the most fun you could have as far as fighting games were concerned, um, on, on the Super Nintendo, just fantastic games. Um, I also really love Captain Commando, that's, a uh, another Capcom beat-em-up that I don't think gets enough love, you know, it was like, who is this guy when people saw him in Marvel vs. Capcom? Like, oh, it's Captain Commando. There's this really cool, weird game. There's like a baby in a mech. And it's very odd. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, one of the playable characters is a baby in a mech suit. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. That's crazy. Captain Captain Commando rules. Um, Indiana Jones Greatest Adventure is a oh. fantastic um, Indiana Jones game. It's um, like it's up there for me with the arcade one um, as far as hmm. just really cool, interesting Indiana okay. Jones game. And then uh, the last two I wanted to mention were NBA Jam. Um, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Still yeah. never been a more fun basketball game than that. Uh, True. Putting in all the different codes, getting all the weird characters. Get, you know, like I'm going to go slam dunk as Bill Clinton and Al Gore. Just really cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, you know, we Chris and I have talked about on our show a bunch. Um, the Stone Age Gamer, available on geekade.com. Where uh, I, my cousin was the one with the uh, with the Sega Genesis, and I had the Super Nintendo, and I was always super jealous of uh, Shinobi and the Shinobi game. Going, and I would go to his house and play. So when I found out about a game called Hagane, it was kind of like the Super Nintendo's answer to uh, Shinobi, just that sort of precision action um, uh, ninja style game. You know, you had broke stars and. and all the trappings of, of what you could want in that sort of game. Brutally difficult, um, but just an awesome, awesome game that nobody has played, uh, that Chris owns a copy of. Um, that's a that's <laughs> an off-air story. Um, but it's it's super expensive now, like on the back market. It, it's a very expensive game, but it is definitely worth us. Uh, yeah, like complete copies go for like cl close to two grand. Yeah. Oh, it, it's, wow. Yeah, Oof. like it is insanely expensive it's not worth two grand it's not that good <laughs> but it is fun so no game is worth two thousand dollars <laughs> that that's that's very true i, I mean, mean on game development with, side it's worth more than that but yeah. if the game came with like you know 15 like let's say 1900 dollars in cash inside the box <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah it'd be worth uh, it uh, yeah. uh. Uh. Okay, correct. Thanks. <laughs> also, what world uh, are you living in that people are stuffing cash into game boxes when you buy them? A happy, happy world. <laughs> Chris and I yeah. ran very shady operations at Game Crazy. The reason the company doesn't exist in. Wait, you worked at Game Crazy? Yeah, oh yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. The cash was usually bison dollars anyway, so... <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. Super valuable, uh, if you know might, the right might people. Might be why they're not around anymore. <laughs> uh, George, how about yours? Oh, boy. Uh, rest of the things I had on my list. Uh, Star Ocean, Secret of Mana, Wrath oh, yeah. of Fire 2, Yoshi's Cookie. That's, that's basically the rest of my list. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Yoshi's Cookie's a fun, uh, yeah, like fun puzzle game. Yeah, yeah. 
the music in Secret of Mana is probably my favorite SNES oh, music. Oh, goodness. Yeah, oh. It is pretty good. I like the music more than I like the game. And I yeah. like the game, but <laughs> wow. I like the music. That it's, that It's one of those soundtracks. It's just like... It's gorgeous. If I played yeah, the game wonderful. before or the game after... Well, if, if I played the game after, that would probably be on my list, but I uh, have not played that yet, mm. so... Yeah. yeah. Uh, Willie, how about you? Oh, off the top of my head, I can think of uh, Raiden Triad, because I love shooter games. Excellent game. Uh, Firepower 2000. I like that one quite a bit. Never heard of it. Oh, it's awesome. Sounds like you're just making names up. Oh, it's an <laughs> awesome game, man. It's really cool. And Pilot Wings. Yeah, Pilot Wings. Oh, I'm so glad yeah. you said that. That was on yeah. That was on my list. Yeah. Yeah, like... Yeah, in some ways, Power Wings is a very tech demo-y, but it's also like a fun game in its own right. Yeah, it's it's yeah. really wonderful. I, I I have such a deep-seated love of that game. I'm surprised yeah, they haven't made like a new one. Like the newest one was the 3DS one, right? Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. the last yeah. one they made. That's weird. Great, so, yeah. funny connection there. Soundtrack by Soya Oka, who also did the soundtrack to Super Mario Kart. Yeah, that's true. Look at that. Um, okay, well, some my honorable mentions. Uh, but you know. Like I'm a, uh, I'm a big fan of shooters. So like, even though the game had some slowdown, uh, Gradius Three yes. had a lot of fun. With it. It was on my list yeah. too. It's a solid yeah. game, yeah. 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 Uh, um, and then uh, kind of a more like obscure game, uh, Super Conflict, which is the sequel to the NES game Conflict. It's a strategy tactical battle game where you get to control NATO units against Soviet units and just like try to like take over, um, take over the map and like. Of shoot course, Greg. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, definitely more of like obscure, but yeah, uh, yep. Uh, but yeah, like a great game. Um, I mentioned earlier that I'm a Godzilla fan. Super Godzilla on the sound system is a blast to play. Oh, that is uh, such a good game. Yeah, there's a learning curve of that game, but it's definitely fun. It's like you're a fan of the movie. Um, uh, the, uh, well, Chris kind of alluded to the Mega Man X series. You got to like mention that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, uh, and finally, uh, let's see. I'm finally going to mention. I think here because uh, I, I actually had like a pretty like big list here because I was like trying to prepare for every possible like contingency. <laughs> um, um, there's a there's a kind of obscure Konami game called Cybernator. Uh, that's kind of like mm-hmm. a, 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 a side-scrolling platforming action game. That's yeah. a lot of fun. Like like Konami Konami really has a great game in the system, and this is like definitely one of them. Uh, it, uh, I, I think it definitely gets like, yeah, this game definitely gets like some, like some, you know, like some love. I think we actually might have brought that up for like a second last episode. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, how about you, Chris? Well, uh, you mentioned the Mega Man X games. Uh, I really wanted to mention Mega Man Seven. Uh, it's oh, yeah. one of my favorite Mega Man games. It just looks so good. I love the way this looks. I love the way it introduces environmental puzzles like burning down the trees and uh, Slash Man stage and freezing little robot guy to make it snow so you can see platforms and Cloud Man stage. It's it's awesome. Uh, I love Yoshi's Island. Uh, it's mm. one of my f- all-time mm. favorites. I know the baby crying is a super obnoxious sound effect, but <laughs> this guy every- out. <laughs> everything else about th- everything else about that game, the way the art direction is incredible, the animation, the, the, give that game. Uh, the, uh, the special yeah. effects with the FX chip, like the weird mm. gooey blob, the Raphael the Raven, where you're like the whole stage is spinning around and you're like trying to pound the old. This game's ridiculous. Touch fuzzy, <laughs> get dizzy. Touch fuzzy, get dizzy. <laughs> so uh, good. I yeah. Super Punch Out's been brought up once or twice. I I'm a huge Punch Out fan. I love that this kind of brought back some of the arcade 
elements. Uh, mm, so it's like yes. kind of a cross yep. between the arcade games, the NES games. Surprised nobody said Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Uh, I was just going to say it. <laughs> yeah, it's not ridiculously game, hard. So. It is, yeah. Um, uh, you mentioned a puzzle game in Yoshi's Cookie. Uh, Wario's Woods uh, doesn't get enough credit. Okay, they, yeah. Whenever it's ported to anything, it's always the NES version because it's the last official NES game or whatever. Well, but I think people actually legitimately love uh, the NES version of Wario's Woods over the SNES version. So why? I don't know. I'm not. <laughs> I, the people, I cannot okay? imagine. Why. I I feel like most people don't even know there is a Super NES version because honestly, the That's Super NES probably version probably the case too. It takes advantage of the, the four face buttons because you got to do some weird things to get things to work in the NES version. It looks better. It sounds better. Super NES version of Warriors Woods is is top notch. It's such a it's a weird puzzle game because it's so you're controlling a character inside of a falling block puzzle, but right. it's so good. Um, and I, Stunt Race FX is <laughs> it's um. it's uh, one of those weird FX chip games that like looks like a slideshow, but once you kind of get the hang of it, it's a really fun game. And it's if you overclock your SNES, you can uh, get some frames <laughs> out of it. You really can. Uh, and I'll always love the Super NES version of Lemmings. You know, mm. Oh, we just recently Lemmings covered awesome. that. Yep, just covered it. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. I am shocked you did not mention Unirate. It's, I was, it's on my, like, I don't want to go through everything on my list. The Super Adventure Island 2, <laughs> Twisted Tales of Spike McFang, and then Uniracers. Wow, they were okay. in alphabetical order. <laughs> uh, okay, Ferg? Uh, I had a couple more. Uh, Cuber 3, like you said. Micro Machines was a lot of fun. I played that Oh, one yeah, it is a good game. Okay. Yeah. Um, Williams Arcade Classics, that actually, or Arcade Greatest Hits, that actually introduced me to Sinistar, for which I am e eternally grateful. Uh, it's oh, a little bit different okay. than the arcade version, but it's still a lot of fun to play. Uh, what else? Pitfall, the Mayan Adventure, the 2600 version mm. hidden in there was garbage, but I enjoyed the rest of the game. <laughs> That's an excellent game. Yeah. The I, ending nobody where, you save, where you save Pitfall Harry, and it's the freaking Atari sprite. Yeah, yeah, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Uh, I played uh, a lot of Shanghai 2, which has a puzzle and dragons in it. And Ooh. then oh, okay. the, uh, <laughs> the last game, which I like, I mean, which is a lot, of, a lot of crap, is Final Fantasy Mystic Quest. Uh, that was my first RPG. That was what it was designed for, and I had fun playing it, but it was a victim of me not finishing games back then. It is, <laughs> it's nowhere near as bad a game as everybody knows. No, I didn't think so. I enjoyed Definitely it. agree with that, yeah. 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 Yeah, the game's fine for what it is. Yep. Yeah, like Ferg said, like, you know, like, it was going to be like a first RPG. Yeah. So, like, you know, and so nothing else, the music in the game's great. The, it is. The, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. The, the, the soundtrack in the game is so good. Um, yeah. Um, oh, uh, Star Fox. Uh, speaking of, like, uh, the FX chip games. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's I mean, <laughs> I, I'm with you. I, What's that? Yeah. <laughs> I love Star Fox. Love the, the first one's my favorite one in the series. Yeah. Hands down, not even close. Love it, the original. It's very hard Fox. to play the game now if you didn't play it back then. But yeah, but back then when the game came out, it was just like such like such a fun shooter game. Like yeah. so so good. Yeah, had some cool music. Yeah. Music's very good too. Yep. Yeah. I should, guess so. I should say here that I was in charge of the Star Fox Super Weekend when I worked at KB, and oh, I still, wow. still have my apron, which apparently, <laughs> wow, apparently okay. is worth a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. You probably should like you know, listen on eBay, see what you get for it. Yeah. I got ten bucks. 
<laughs> 15! I got 15! That's so weird, Ferg, that your apron just disappeared right after you, you brought it up, and apparently it's cost, it costs money, so... Uh, I, I mean, I totally don't have it or anything right now. Yeah, I have in storage somewhere some memorabilia and some stuff I got when I did the Nintendo uh, World Power Championships in 1990, and I wish I could find that stuff. Because, oh, nice. Because it's probably, worth some, it's probably worth some okay money these days. Yeah. But Possibly. Yeah, there's... Yeah, there's a whole bunch of yeah, there's a whole bunch, like a whole bunch of swag I grabbed, uh, like from that, to, like from that event. So, but uh, awesome. Well, I, I appreciate everybody taking time to be on the podcast with us. This was this was a lot of fun. So, yeah. um, so uh, this would be so so this would be like part two of the like I mentioned before, part two of the special hundred uh, uh, the hundred episode special that we're doing. So we'll be releasing a few weeks. Um, and so I really want to thank everybody. Uh, um, for for coming for coming at us with a like, list of some games because like I said the library is so huge that we probably could be here for much much longer talking about some oh, great yeah. games on the system. Yeah. So, but uh, um, but uh, uh, George, you want to mention real quick what we're covering in the next regular episode? Oh, we are covering pieces. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So, yeah, obscure puzzle game. So oh, I look forward to that. I never heard of that one. Me neither, so... <laughs> Greg Greg didn't know about it, so he thought it was a Japanese game. Uh, oh, it sounds Japanese. <laughs> I mean, it's a Japanese game, but it came out over here. Yeah. True, yeah, 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 yeah definitely. So. Anyway, we always appreciate your support for like, listening to the podcast. If you have any questions, comments, etc., you can always find us on a Facebook page or on iTunes, or you can also give me an email if you want to at the SNS Podcast yahoo.com. We are a proud member of both the Throwback Network and Retro Junkies Network, where you can find a whole bunch of other great retro-themed podcasts, both gaming and non-gaming related. George and I also do together the PlayStation Power podcast, where we cover PS1, PS2, and PSP games. Yes. And just as a warning, and just a warning, that one's not family-friendly. Um, but uh, yeah, so some good games coming on that podcast pretty soon. And uh, and George, what other what other what other retro-themed podcasts do you do? I do Master System Masterpieces, where we cover Master System games. That's about it. Somebody well, has to. Well, well loose, <laughs> we loosely cover the games. I think most of our episodes are us talking about raccoons and and uh, tornadoes and stuff or whatever. Uh, I don't know. No. <laughs> uh, all right, so that's a wrap for this episode. I want to thank our special guest hosts again very much for being on the podcast with us, and it was a blast. Yes, thanks, thanks for you. having us. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, hopefully we can have you guys back again later on for a regular, yeah, for a regular episode um, without like, like without like all the extra baggage. <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> but, so thanks again, guys, and we'll catch you all again next time. Take care, everybody. Das Bye. Oh, See you. So long. <laughs> Nintendo controls eighty percent of the video market, but no matter how you play the game or which game you play. Things definitely have come a long way since Pac-Man. Now you're playing with power. Deep of power.